You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Football Show Extra right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, delighted to be your host as always. This is our West of Scotland dedicated show, as many of the viewers will know, and we've got a Rossville special this week. We're joined by the Assistant Manager, Kevin Coyle. Kevin, it's a pleasure to welcome you on. Thanks for joining me. No problem, Scott. It's good to be on. Cheers. Brilliant. Absolute pleasure to have you on. We're also joined by the Rossville Captain, Ross Urquhart. Ross, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you back on. Cheers to have me, mate. Brilliant. Absolute pleasure. Obviously, what we'll do, we'll look at your, your season so far. Obviously, it's been a bit kind of up and down. There's a lot of changes taking place. And then we'll take a look at your respective careers. We'll put you in the spot with a couple of quick-fire question rounds. And then we'll obviously open the floor up to the, the questions and stuff we've had to ask you on social media. And then we'll obviously preview what's coming up for you. Kevin, I'll start with you. Obviously, 19 points for 19 games. Obviously, you just come in a wee bit later on into the season. What's your thoughts on that so far? Are you happy with the kind of start you've made after a, a kind of poor start? Obviously, five games, the first five games, no wins. Well, I think after coming in after five games, yeah, after two games, I think we come in, we, we, we went to the large game, obviously, and it was Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Yeah. So it was obviously hard because we couldn't get the boys into train. And I knew that we've went halfway through the season, we're kind of relatively happy that probably where we should be the new eye. I would have enough. Ross, obviously you made you on the show for a preview just before the start of the season and at that time he's he's had a different manager obviously going to the job at Broomhill. What was your thoughts on that? Were you surprised when you get told that Goms was leaving? Uh, big time. Because um, it's spoken in the past about like being linked to the job in the past like at the start of summer and that and told me like, not that it wasn't the time but he just wasn't able to. So Again, I just didn't think twice of it. I just got on with the season, thought it was going ahead as normal, like with Gorms. But when he told us, I think everyone was pretty shocked. Um, the boys all the boys all did, got on really well with Gorms, and we looked as if we would we'd have a good outfit under them. But it was a bit of a shock, and then a bit turbulent start after it. Did that did that kind of kind of play a part in your start of the season, losing the first five games? Was it that kind of imbalance that caused that? Do you think? Aye, absolutely, because obviously he left and then I think we had a few, we, had, we did have a good few injuries at the start of the season as well, which wasn't any help at all, but we left and we didn't have the best squad as a whole, like depth was pretty poor with that kind of thing, it was a bit out of balance, so probably didn't help for Kevin Gaffer coming in to a pretty mismatched squad, but probably played a part, but again, we could always, we still could have done better. Yeah. Kevin, see, obviously, when you when you got offered the job at Rossville, was it a kind of no-brainer to leave East Kilbride at that point? Aye. Uh, to be honest, obviously, the chairman had contacted Ian to let him know that, obviously, the, the chairman at Rossville had been in contact. So, Ian phoned me and he says, what do you think? And to be honest, I think, the, no disrespect to East Kilbride, but the difference in levels, just with the, the, the leagues, obviously, it's, it was a no-brainer, 100%. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, that the kind of first five games didn't go well at all. Defeats to Cumbernauld, Cumberland Largs, Evan Meadow, and then a kind of big defeat to Darville. Ross, how big was that 6-1 win at Colburnie to get your, 
kind of get any points on the board. Obviously, Coburn were in the kind of same position as yours, but yeah. to get that win, how big was that? No, it was massive. I was gutted because I was injured. Um, I, I was injured at the start of the season, got back, and then two games in, I got another injury. So I had a pretty terrible start to the season as it was. And then to, to see the boys bounce back, like that was class. But I was also a bit gutted that I was in the sideline. I wanted to be fully involved with it, but I was buzzing. and kind of showed to be a wee kickstart. Definitely lifted the mood around the team, so. Brilliant. What was that like for you as well, Kevin, with that 6-1-1 that at Coburn? Was that a big confidence boost that you could actually kind of pick yourselves up off the kind of bottom of the league? Uh, it, was trem- it was tremendous. The boys were absolutely outstanding that night. I thought, we know having Ross in the team and there was a couple of other boys still injured and were, you're travelling down to Coburn. It's always a hard place to go at the best of times, never mind when you've got, obviously, your captains out injured and a couple of other boys out injured. But you know, the boys were, they were outstanding that night. So the one that did it, it really gave us a confidence booster moving forward. What was it like as well, Ross? Obviously, when Ian and Kevin came in, what was it like? What kind of changes did you notice that we can implement it straight away? I mean, again, there was nothing major. Like, I think the boys just were glad they had a bit of stability and like actually had something in, in process. Um, I think we felt a bit, obviously, hard done by by Gorms, which we, we probably shouldn't have. We were a bit felt too sorry for ourselves almost with that start to the season but we were just glad that we had actually a vision somewhere that we were heading towards and the gaffer and Kev came in and just put their, their stamp on our training on the way they want us to play and it gave us something to look forward to and stick at Yeah Kevin how impressed have you been with the kind of set up at Rosedale since you went in? Uh, very, very professional very kind of top to bottom you know what I mean it's committee, even kind of the, the player pathway type thing, I, it's, it's very well run. It's a lot different compared to kind of when we were at East Bride type thing. Yeah, we try, try to put the player pathway in place when we were at East Bride, and then we kind of we got like three or four kind of teams set up before we actually moved on. So hopefully they're kind of moving in the right direction as well at East Bride. Yeah, brilliant. The four big wins, obviously, Ben, Bob, Bonnet and Troon and Blantyre. How big were they, were they wins, obviously, to Ross against kind of teams that were in a similar position, obviously? Was that, were they kind of big conference boosts that you were kind of going there and getting good results? Yeah, big time. I think teams like, teams like Ben, Bob and that, the ones at the start of the season you knew you were going to be battling with. Like, no disrespect to them. They've obviously got a handful of a lot of good players, but that, everyone knows the teams at the top they could probably name the five sort of teams at the top almost, and then the rest would all just be battling. And the boys knew that as well. Like we got the Coburnley win, and then we had a couple of unfortunate results just against tougher teams. But Benburg game came, and I think everyone kind of got a wee bit of buzz back. We went on to the match and just kind of stamped our authority pretty early on, and just from then we, we took inspiration from that really going forward for the next three games after that, and I think it showed. Yeah, what was your thoughts on the ones, Kevin? Ah, uh, they were they were huge because as as Ross just uh, touched on there, they were they were teams who were were always going to be kind of doing fighting with where where we are. You know what I mean? I, I feel when the league there's it's possibly seven eight teams who are, could maybe drift away for the for the rest days, and there's there's obviously ten, eleven, twelve other managers out there thinking to themselves. There's kind of four or five places up for grabs, so we're all going to be fighting for them right, right to the end, you know what I mean? So any anyone you can get in this league, I think, is going to be crucial. 
What was it like as well, the, the result against the boss? It was a good a good point to get against them. What was your kind of thoughts that day, Kevin? Oh, the, to be fair, the Buffs are probably, they're probably the best team we've come up against, in my opinion. Them and Darvold, first, first half against Darvold in the 7-2 game, Darvold were untouchable. They were brilliant. But that day we played the Buffs, we actually went down to 10 men and we'd managed to scrape a one-each draw. The boys were, the boys thought, fought uh, from start to finish and I thought we thoroughly deserved our one-each draw that day. Mm-hmm. So we did, but that was huge. Ross, see that obviously draw against the boss. Did that give you a bit of confidence that you could kind of take the game to the kind of bigger teams in the league? Ah, uh, definitely. Um, I think because we've got quite a young squad, boys, maybe a few boys went in like quite complacent at the league almost just because they're not used to this level. Um, whether it's boys unknown from leagues above, but maybe they just weren't used to the standard, they didn't expect it. And then when we came up against the buffs and showed that we can stand our own ground, boosts the full team and kind of shows everyone what we're capable of on our day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Talbot, the league leaders as well, it was a 1 0 uh, defeat against them. Were you, were you unlucky that day, Jane Kevin? Uh, 100% Scott. I, would, I, I was. I was disappointed myself and obviously losing the game, but I was more disappointed for the boys because I thought that's probably the best performance for a coaching staff. Myself and Ian spoke about it after it, and that's probably the best performance we've had all season. And to take nothing away for the game, we were kind of disappointed for the boys more, I think. Yeah. What was your thoughts on that, Ross? Was that a kind of gotten one? Aye. That was the first time I'd played Talbot, and I was right up for it. But, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say we deserve to win. We didn't really create a lot. Neither did they either. So I think, I think on the whole, I would have said we were the better team today. But again, I think a draw would have probably been a fair result. But it was just gotten to lose a goal. Yeah. The cup runs have obviously been a big highlight of the season as well. Obviously, the Junior Cup, a big one against Canvas Lang. Obviously, he's got a buy into the, the fourth round that you'll take on shots. Kevin, that must be a kind of big, been a big one against Canvas Lang. Obviously, flying at the top of Conference B, they've given him a lot of confidence, scoring a lot of goals. That must have been a big win that night. Oh, to be fair, everybody was talking about Canvas Langspot. It was a, uh, it was as if the wee boy Williamson. T- to be fair to him, he'd been scoring goals for fun. I think he'd scored was it thirty odd goals and yeah. so many games. And obviously, no disrespect to the conferences they're playing in, but once we stepped up to play against us, we were kind of think to ourselves, the boys obviously got something. So we kind of marked him as the danger man for Canvas Lang. So. When we went into the game, we went into the game with confidence as well, obviously thinking we were going to win the game, but it was huge. I think the two teams thought they had a great chance of progressing into the next round. And honestly, we were good that night as well. I thought we thoroughly deserved to win that night as well. Ross, that night against Canberra's Lang, that must be a kind of highlight for you as well. Obviously, leading, you, you must fancy yourselves to have a good run in that cup now. Aye, definitely. I feel that's the thing now, like. We do fancy ourselves against most teams. Like even if you're coming up against a, a Talbot or a Pollock, like, we've got the confidence. You've seen the, the two results we got against Pollock at the start of the season. We got absolutely pumped, and then played them like, a month or so ago and could beat by one goal. Um, again, it was really tight, and we missed an open goal almost. Dan Kinlan tried to skin the goalie, but um, nah, like. I think we fancy ourselves against most folk nowadays. Um, and the boys love a challenge. They like going in as underdogs and we're used to it, so happy to prove folk wrong. Yes. The, the South as well, obviously, he's played B in the next round of that, Kevin. That must be a, a, a chance you fancy as well, obviously. So some kind of good results in that so far. 
Aye, well, the last round we played Campbelltown in it, and we obviously treated Campbelltown with respect to deserves yeah. as well. We treated them the way we would treat going and playing Talbot, co-winning teams like that. We went got somebody to go and watch them and done with me about professionalism about the club and give them a bit of respect. But I listen, nobody expected Beast to get beat by Gart Cairn on Saturday, 6 nothing. So, yeah. that's not one you look at and you go, I've got a chance. So, you have, so I will get into that with full of confidence, hopefully. Yeah. Ross, see that result Beast got at the weekend. Does that give you a bit more confidence that maybe you can hear and do the same? Yeah. Um, as I said, I think we were going into it as well with confidence already. Like, we reckon we've got the players and whatnot. Now we've got a full squad that can match most teams all over the park. So boys go in confident to most games as it is. But yeah, that Saturday's result definitely kind of gave us a wee boost almost. Yeah. Obviously, you were a brilliant result on Saturday as well. That was your last league game. A 2 1 1 over Glen Afton, who were on a good run. There is the report I got for the game. I had a kind of friend that was at the game and he said the first half, Ross Field came up about 7 or 8 nothing. But in the second half, the goalkeeper was responsible for keeping Rossville in the game. Would you agree with that, Kevin? Oh, maybe no, maybe no seven or eight nothing to go, but <laughs> I would say maybe it could have been four, four or five in the first half. The boys were boys were excellent. First half got them in at half time, kind of freshened them up, got them back at the second half. And to be fair, they gone after and they came at us and they, they scored kind of early doors in the second half and then to be honest with you, for the last half an hour, we were we were under the caution. The, to be fair to the boys, they held on well. And Craig Gordon was wait to see some of the saves. There were, I think, somebody's put on Twitter. One of them was a world day. It was a world day. It was he was outstanding on Saturday. Yeah, he's a player of the week nomination this week for for you. So you only can I get the votes in for him if he's won him to win that. But how big a, a conference boost was that to you, Ross? Obviously, that one on Saturday. Uh, it was massive, um, especially when we last played them. It was like the games were almost like flips of each other because the last time we played them, uh, the first half, no, sorry, first half they were the far better team, um, and got a couple of goals early, and then second half we absolutely dominated, but just couldn't get an equaliser or even a winner, no matter how many chances we created. Whereas Saturday there it was completely flipped round. We dominated the first half, could have scored a barrel load, and then the second half just. Nothing came off for us at all. I don't think a single man could have gave himself pass marks, really, apart from Craig and Ghost. The guy's unbelievable. Obviously, as well, it's, it's been a 19 points for 19 games, six wins, one draw, 12 defeats. But one thing I want to ask you both is, how good is it to get the fans back in and get back to that kind of normality that we haven't had in a long time? We'll start with you, Kevin. How big a boost has that been, been in the sidelines and hearing the crowd? Oh, it's major, but not just for us, for everybody. Obviously, we we us having quite a young team, Scott. I feel that having the crowd in, the boys boys got a bit of energy off the crowd. You know what I mean? I feel the boys kind of have no fear. You know what I mean? And they'll just go and express themselves. And I, and I feel now that the bigger the club we play, the more we get out the boys. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. with the with the larger crowds and I, it's been it's been great for the fans. have been back in, so yeah. it's definitely. Yeah, Ross, what's your been your kind of thoughts on that? Are you glad to just get the fans back and get back to kind of some sort of normality in a football park? Uh, it's been it's been brilliant. Like it just adds almost an extra kind of wee bit of dig. I love getting abuse. Not that not that I do that much to get it, but it's just a good laugh. It gives you a wee extra buzz. What to prove folk wrong? Yeah, definitely. But we'll talk about about your careers as well. Obviously, you're both kind of a good playing careers. Kevin, we'll start a bit about your playing career. What was your kind of highlights of your playing career and what were some of the clubs you played at? 
Uh, I, put, I, I started kind of playing at Glencairn. My first junior club was Glencairn. Uh, John Conlon was the manager. Right. The Monk was the manager down there. And uh, I, down there, I was down there for a few games. And then I ended up going to Talbot. Tam McDonald was the manager. Right. I don't know if you know Tam. I know all of them. Uh, Big Rambo was the manager down there. So I went down there. And I was, I was down there. I think I was down there for about a season. And I got injured. So I kind of stopped playing for a wee while. And then... I went back amateur with one of my mates' teams. I was kind of playing amateur in there, and then I ended up. I went. I went to Canvas Lang. I don't know if you know Alan Wardlow. Big mm-hmm. Ward. He was a manager at the time. He signed me with Canvas Lang. Uh, I think it was two seasons at Canvas Lang, and then I went end up at Blantyre. And I think it was two or three seasons at Blantyre, and I won a league at Blantyre. Mm-hmm. So I did. So that's probably winning the league at Blantyre is probably the highlight. Of that apart from playing with Talbot, right enough, but. Aye. Who were some of the kind of good characters you played with in your, your career? Uh, I don't know if you know a big guy called Eddie McGuinness. No. Uh, he's, he, big Eddie's maybe 40 odds now, but he was just he was just mental, so he was. I think, I think he won the Junior Cup with Mary Hill, I think. Right. I think big, he had a great career, so he did, big Eddie. But I played with, played with a few good players as well, so I did. Uh, Gavin Duncan, he was at Talbot when I was at Talbot. Uh, who else was there when I was there? Kevin Biggert was there. Mm-hmm, I don't know that name. Um, trying to think who else. Played by a guy at Canvas Lang. It was absolutely, probably, if you were to ask me the best player that I played with in a team, it was probably him, a guy called Jimmy Cavana. Right. Uh, he, he played kind of centre-half, kind of sweeper. The olden days when I played, you played with a sweeper type thing. Mm-hmm. You obviously don't that now, but Ah, Jimmy was unbelievable. So he was. How I, I don't know where he played in his career, but I think he's he's obviously played at a good level. He was he was outstanding. Brilliant, Ross. What about you? What was what was your kind of development like getting into the game? Um, when I was younger, than that, I think I started kind of later than most folk like as a kid anyway, and then get involved and picked it up quick because my dad played like my dad played in Houston right. for a number of years. Um, so I was always like around football and that, but when I got into it, I just picked it up straight away and loved it. Um, when I was younger, I was in at St. Martin and then just wasn't good enough, so fell away from the game a wee bit, like played boys club and that, kind of lost lost the love. And then went back to playing with Arthur, like at boys club level, uh, right up to 21s and got the final with Arthur 21s, the Scottish. Um, that season was unbelievable and just everything you want a football would like a football season to be like loads of wins obviously but just a right buzz about the team like everyone was really good pals you'd go out with them most weekends stuff like that um, and then from there signed with Arthur the Juniors and I was there for two years I think before moving to Rossville last year and then played under Gorms last year before the season was called early yeah brilliant Kevin what was the kind of reason you get involved in coaching was it always kind of the plan when you finished playing Eh, uh, no, not really, Scott. To be honest with you, I I I chopped playing uh, in kind of 2010, I think it was. I I I'd injured my knee and I stopped playing and I turned up golf. Right. And I played golf and then I I was talking to Ian and he Ian had went to soccer as a player and then the, something happened with the soccer manager and they asked Ian to take the job. So he can ask me, he can come in and help him at soccer. But at that present time, I couldn't date just because of my work. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Ian resigned at the end of that season and then me and him kind of get chatting again and he's like, oh, did you fancy coming back to the football type thing? And I thought, aye, aye, I'll get a bash because my work, my work had changed. And next thing, we, we get the school bride job and that was us. We kind of kicked on for there, aye. It was, but it was not, nothing I'd ever said kind of when I was a player, I'm going to be a manager type thing. Yeah. See, obviously, the, the spell at school bride, do you, do you look back in that fondly? Aye, aye, it was, it was, it, a lot of it was with COVID, to be fair. Aye. We, we got the East Coast job, kind of, on the February. We played one game, we played Wish You Away, we won 4-0. That was the first game we played as East Coast kind of, coaching staff. And then we got stopped with COVID. So it was, so, after that, we never, kind of, really kicked a ball until, kind of, a year and a bit later. But we, me and Ian were in charge of East Coast I think, for 18 months, and we never... We never took charge at the show park. Is that right? We never managed at our home park. Never. Were you disappointed with the way it ended? Do you think it could have been kind of handled better? Like, what's your kind of thoughts on that? Aye, it could have been handled. Could have been handled a lot better. I think. To be fair, my my personal opinion, I think you should probably let yourself down a wee bit with the way right. they handled. Well, do but that's that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Ross, we'll go on to you as well. Obviously, you've been at Rossville for for a couple of years. Can I yet to can I get a full kind of full season under your belt? But what's it what's it like when kind of when you get named the captain? I um I was surprised. Like I, mean, I know I'm quite vocal in the park and that anyway, but I, I would do that if I was captain. If I wasn't, like so I, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I know a couple of the older names left in summer there, like going into this season, so. No one, I hadn't even thought of it, obviously. And then there was a point last year when I think we played Largs or something. I'd just been dropped the game before and we get beat. But I'd just been randomly dropped the game before by Gorms and we get beat. So I made sure they knew I was raging. Um, and then turned up the next game and they gave me captaincy. I beat the Largs and I think we went down to 10 men, but held on, get like a, a draw out of it. I don't know if from then he just kind of stuck by that. Because it was COVID not long after that, like COVID cut it short. Yeah. And then in summer, Gorms just said to me again that he wanted me to be captain. But since the gaffer and Kev came in, they, uh, uh, like Dom had let them know and then they said they were happy with it. So just yeah. that things have worked out. So can't complain. Kevin, how good is the kind of attitude being a guy like Ross since you went into Rossville? Were you kind of, been, kind of pleasantly surprised at how well they're kind of, they're kind of able to kind of take kind of things like that? I to be fair to you, we've come in, guys like Ross and Big Shug Care and Mikey McWilliams and that, they boys have kind of took to us and we've kind of bounced off of them and they've helped they've helped us on the road as well because we when we come in I think we've changed about maybe seven or eight players for we come in. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously boys have asked to leave and boys had only signed because Goms was a manager and different like that. So it was nothing to do with like, the likes of myself and Ian, it was nothing to do with us. So and you can't really hold on to boys if they don't want to be there, you know what I mean? Mm. It's not no really... doesn't make a great dressing room, you know what I mean? So we can move boys on. But no, Ross and, Ross and a few of the other kind of senior players have been absolutely fantastic for have come in. So their attitude's been tremendous. Yeah. Ross as well, obviously, they can have Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, the start of the season. Obviously, after a long absence, how did you kind of find that, getting back into that kind of routine? I've obviously done it 
go too well with my body. I was injured. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get injured towards the end of pre-season just to the amount of games. Um, again, just like a muscle, muscle injury, so probably just from overplaying and overtraining. But it was just, for me personally, it was a pretty frustrating thing just because then when I was injured, I was then missing two games a week rather than one game a week. But... Mm. Getting the proper buzz back at the start of the season, like the two games a week at the start is class regardless. Like getting right back into the swing, like right in at the deep end and playing in the summer, you can't really complain. So Yeah, definitely. Right, we'll move on to the kind of quick fire round. This is where we put you both in the spot. So we'll start with Kevin. We've obviously got the, the quick fire manager question round. Are you ready to be put in the spot here? Yep. Right, you've got to give honest answers and you've got to obviously quick fire so we as soon as if you can't think, you've got to be on the ball with the questions we go. So we'll go, we'll go with the first one. Stephen Gerrard or Ange Postacoglu? Ange Postacoglu. Does Ole Gunnar Solskjaer stay at Man United, yes or no? No. How impressed have you been with the setup at Rossville since you went in? Very impressed. Best character you've met in football? Eddie McGuinness. Best friend in football? Ian Dyer. Very good. Three players from your rivals in the in the West of Scotland Premier Division to sign. Who would it be and why? Who would it be and why? Uh, probably Carlo Monty for the Buffs. Okay. Would be number one. Just I think he's absolutely fantastic. Uh, he's got everything. He's got a retouch of everything. Uh, he'd be one. Who else would I sign? That's quite a hard question, actually. Um, wee boy, uh, to be fair, I like the wee boy Matty Grant at Pollock. Okay. The wee full back at Pollock, I think he's bags and bags of energy. Uh, I, I like him. He's one I would take. And the third one... I'd probably take Mark McLennan for the uh, medal. Okay. Just, I think Mark's got quite a good attitude about the game and he's a nice player. Brilliant. Best player played with? Best player played with would probably be Jimmy Cavana. Who's the worst? Oh, there's a few of them. Uh, worst player played with? Chris Griffin at Blantyre. Why is that? It's, I don't know. He came up through and he never lasted very long. Right. Win the league or win the Scottish? Win the league or win the Scottish? Win the league. Best player at Rossville? Ross Urquhart. Very good. Yes, fella. <laughs> right, Ross, we'll move on to you. Obviously, this is the teammates round. You put some of your teammates in the in the dot here, obviously, Kevin, you can reply to these. You could, if we ask a question to Ross and you think there's a different answer, then please pipe up and let us know. You ready? You ready here, Ross? Yep. Best trainer. Um. He don't know. He's never there. I know. Can't be there. <laughs> I'm in another country. Um. Before, probably, I'd maybe say, probably Craig, Craig Gordon, the goalie. 
Who's the worst? Um, can't say. Tatty Big Ross McKenzie until he left. Um, I think who's, who's the grumpiest? Probably a few that just only bothered the training. Kev, Kev will probably be better answering that now. I'm not there, I don't know. Right, who's the worst trainer, Kevin? Uh, probably about Karamoko. He's he's doing a few sickies lately. <laughs> Ross, right. team hard man. Um, Sharky's the hardest man in junior football. <laughs> Most skillful. Um, probably Mikey McWilliams. Kevin, would you go along with that? Aye, aye, I would agree with that, aye. Quickest player. Quickest. Um, we call him McDonald's Rapid. Um, a couple of things we've got are quick. But I'll say, maybe it's Conor McDonald. Nah, it's Conor probably. Slowest player. Uh, maybe, maybe Mikey, to be fair. Seen Milk Town quicker. <laughs> Team Joker. Uh, Andy Johnson, Chug, Mikey, probably. Worst dress sense. Oh, who can I stitch up? Probably a few. Uh, I don't know who I can stitch up the list. Uh, just say Josh. Josh, the second goalie, young goalie. Final question, teacher's pet. Who sucks up the manager? Mind his boy, please. I don't know. <laughs> boy, can I get a word in for his boy? <laughs> um, oh, we call him McDonald. Actually, easy. Kevin, who do you feel is the teacher's pet? Uh, Connor's probably one of my. So, yeah. Brilliant. Right, we're going to go. We've got a few wee things here. Obviously, we, what we do is we get a bit of dirt on, on you by kind of teammates and people that know you in the game. There's been a lot here of the same thing. we got maybe four or five responses but about the one thing. So, Ross, this is for you. Ask Roscoe about taking the armband on the night out. Ah, you've got to make an entrance. Good laugh. What happened there? Uh, so, obviously, because the team's been, there's been a lot of turnover in that at the start of the season, we couldn't really, didn't have a settled group and you didn't want to get a full-on night out without a full squad there. Um, so, the, night, the first night out for the boys took a while and we had it last weekend. <laughs> and we went to that golf lounge in Glasgow first. Right. Um, so, you get like a, it's like a golf simulator, you get a booth in that. We had this big golf simulator and everyone's like filling in their name and that on the, the screen. So you step up one at a time, hit your shot, like longest drive or whatever. So I just thought I'll make a wee funny entrance and pull the captain's armband out my pocket before I took my shot. <laughs> Brilliant. We've got a question here for Kevin. The boys have noticed that Kev wears yellow pants every game day and we're wondering what that's about. Wear what? Yellow pants. <laughs> News to me. <laughs> got another one. The under-20s thought that Kev was Harry from the Wet Bandits in Home Alone. 
I've no, I've no heard any of these ones, Scott. They must, they must be keeping them quiet for me. You must have. You need to get a few questions in here. There's a, there's quite another one as well. Why is Ross so, so loud in the park but so quiet off it? Um, I don't know. I just like boys like Andy Johnson and Mikey making an ass of themselves. Brilliant. We've got a few serious questions here, obviously. We opened the floor up to some fan questions. We've obviously got, we're, we're going to ask your opinions on other things in the game. This is for Kevin and Ross. You can obviously answer this as well. Give us your predictions who will win conferences A, B, and C. Conference uh, A, conference A's got Athelene, I think, innit? Yeah, that's Athelene shots, yeah. I will. We played, when we were at Scobride, we played Athelene in a pre season game. Uh, that was our last pre season game. We and Ian spoke about it after the game, and we we felt then that they were a pretty strong side. I, I think Athelene will win Conference A. Uh, conference B, I, I think after Canvas Lang kind of beating St. Caddox on Saturday, I think that yeah. kind of. Uh, takes Canvas Lang to that league title and Conference C I think you've got Fancy Drumchapel buddy that's my three yeah Ross what was, what was your kind of thoughts in the three leagues um, Conference A I would say Halfley obviously was there before and I know a good few the boys that are still there try to get a few of them to Rossville but it didn't work out <laughs> um, so I Halfley I think they're flying now so they won conference here, I reckon. Conference B, I agree, I'll probably say can be Rangers. I eh, can be Rangers. Just think they're quite a well drilled team. They were one of the better teams I've played. So I am pretty confident they'll keep up. Conference C, obviously, Jim Chapel have got a, a healthy lead at the top. Do you think they'll be hard to catch? Is that the one, that the one Nielsen are in? Aye, Nielsen are second in that, aye. I think so, probably will be Drum Chapel, but I think Nielsen have kind of. Just been a bit unfortunate like, for the squad they've got. They've got a really good squad and, a, and our team that's really quite well drilled. Yeah, I know a few boys that play with them as well. So yeah, Kevin, Jen, there is a big. Uh, the gaps kind of not as big as as you uh, maybe you first thought with the likes of kind of the top teams in the conferences and the maybe kind of bottom teams in the the Premier Division. No, to be fair, Scott, I wouldn't say there was there was there was any gap for the likes of your Canvas Lang, Shorts, Atherley, Drumchapel, probably. Rosses there, Nielsen. I would say there's probably kind of four or five teams in each conference where you could you could put a case for them and say they could play maybe lower end in the Premier. I definitely. I don't, mm-hmm. but it feels as if you're disrespecting some clubs as well. But there's other clubs in the conferences who I feel would I, I feel personally would struggle if they they obviously they're struggling in some of the conferences. So if they went into kind of the Premier, that I feel they would struggle a bit more. Yeah, definitely. Who's the best player and team you have come up against so far since the season started? We'll go with Ross. Who's been the best team and the best player you've come up against? Um, I mean, like, I don't think they played their best against us, but obviously, easy answer would be Talbot against us. But like, toughest game we've had, I would probably say Pollock. Um, like the I didn't play in the first game, but the, the second one, the one they beat us, is it 1-0? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was probably the hardest team I'd played. And then, i say, is it Duff that plays with him? I yeah. don't know. I, mean, I think he's probably one of the hardest ones I've come up against. He's just so, so busy because I play more holding and he plays almost number 10. Just always had to have 
eyes in the back of my head almost. Right, okay. Kevin, who is, who's going to caught your eye team-wise and player-wise? Team-wise, I would say, there's two teams I would say, I spoke about earlier, I would say Darvo and Cowan and Rangers are probably the two probably the two best football teams I've seen. Uh, I know where Ross is coming from with Paul. I think Paul... To be fair, I, I com- somehow completely forgot about Darvo. What they do, they do it very well. To get the ball done and actually play, I would I would say Darvo first half, the day they beat, they were five one up at half time. I thought they were outstanding that day. Yeah, was that the, that was the first day they got a new patch, wasn't it? We opened up straight high. What was that like to play on? A lot of people say how good it is. We're we're no good enough to play on that. <laughs> is I'll, it? I'll happily change my answer to Darvo for that. See, obviously, like again, another one. This is kind of a question for me, like. Kev, you've been in the game a long time. Is it can I think it's good that a lot of teams are kinda getting getting the kind of infrastructure and wanting to kind of go up the leagues? Is it something you think Rossville could do perhaps in the next few years? I I, I feel that when you see more and more clubs doing it, they're not doing it uh, for, for no reason. They're doing it because they want they want to they want to progress and they, they see we're moving up the leagues. You're, it's obviously it's the future of Scottish football, you know what I mean? And I feel why I don't see why Rossville can do it, you know what I mean? It's we've got we've got plenty of things in place where we're looking forward to kind of taking things a wee step further as well. Aye. Be good. Yeah, definitely. Final question. Do you give Talbot and Darvo and obviously Clyde Bank who are playing well this is just before we're recording this just before Clyde Bank are about to play Elgin? Do you give the three West of Scotland sides a chance in their Scottish Cup draws? Talbot obviously play Hamilton at home. Darvo have got a way tie to Beacon, and if Clyde Bank won against Elgin, they will play Clyde. Ross, how many do you see any of the teams progressing to the, the fourth round? I sorry, you cannot cut out from me a bit there. Who did you say the other teams are drawn? Talbot draw Hamilton. Darvo are away to Beacon, and Clyde Bank will play Clyde if they win tonight. Um, I reckon Clyde Bank could win tonight. Um, I think you've just kind of seen a lot of bigger teams almost underestimating our league, which is fair enough, obviously, on the surface, but there's far too many good players to underestimate in this league. Um, so I reckon Clyde Barrett and Clyde Bank over against Elgin. Against Clyde, if they, if they go through, if they play Clyde, then same again. Like, they've got every chance. It's a cup game. It's a one-off. Clyde could easily come in with 11 players that don't know anything about our league and just think they're going to cruise it. Yeah. Um, so again they've got a chance Darvo who did Darvo draw sorry they're away to breaking I think Darvo will take them to kind of manage to see off Stranraer as much as it looked quite a close game and then Talbot have got their work cut out for them but to be fair if they've shown in the past if anyone's got to do it it's them yeah Kevin what's your thoughts on the, the three teams in the cup do you think they've got a chance of progressing <clears throat> A hundred percent, aye, definitely. I, I feel, I, I think Darvo have got the best draw, to be fair. Uh, we, we draw and breaking away. I know it's away, but uh, I think if you'd asked any of, the, any of the teams, any of the League 1 and League 2 teams, championship, I don't think the championship teams are in it. Yeah, I, I, they come in this round. They come in this round, yeah. I think if you'd asked any of the championship, League 1 or League 2 teams, who they didn't want, they would have said Talbot at Beachwood. Uh, I think Hamilton will I don't think they'd be going there full of confidence. So I think Talbot got a wee chance. Uh, and I think Clyde Bank, obviously, uh, they've got another home draw as well. So I think, I think Clyde Bank will fancy their chances if they get through tonight. I, I don't see why they can't. Brilliant. 
We'll touch a wee bit on what's coming up for Rossville. Obviously, the next two games, obviously, home to Clyde Bank, who play tonight, and obviously away to the Buffs after that. Kevin, is it just a case of as a main priority? Obviously, this season, we know there's a lot of teams go down and you can be very unlucky and obviously maybe still kind of be, be under pressure. Is it as a main target just to stay in the league? Aye. Uh, to be honest, Scott, I think if we stay in the league, that's that's a great achievement for 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 uh, for us. Aye, that would be yeah, Ross, what's the kind of feeling in the dressing room? Do you think he's he's can kind of beat the drop and obviously build on that for next season? Yeah, absolutely. I think we got off to a terrible start, which with a lot of us it wasn't necessarily our fault. We were left with a squad that was pretty pretty poor as a whole, and we were obviously all a bit kind of taken aback. We didn't have a manager for the first two weeks, so I reckon we take all that into consideration with our results. After the first five games, we've we've looked at like a solid mid-table team at least. So I reckon if we keep that up, then we should hopefully be safe. Brilliant. Two cup games, obviously, in the next few weeks. Obviously, a way to be in the south, and then a way to shots in the junior cup. Kevin, how big a bigger result would they be to get through in these two competitions? Oh, massive! If you, if you progress in the to both cups, it would be it would be massive for the club, massive for the boys as well. You know what I mean? It would be it'd be a great achievement. Yeah. Ross, how big would it be for the, the players to get that get a, a big run in the cups? I think cup runs are always unreal. Like everyone wants a cup run just for a wee bit something in the side. Um the league's all fun and whatnot, but it is kinda it's, it's annoying looking at the league every week after that start because you're constantly battling against it. Um we put ourselves under pressure in the early days, but I think with a cup run Every every game comes and it's just a level playing field, so you've got to go out and be confident. Yeah, definitely. But it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the night. We're going to wrap up the show there. Thank you very much to Kevin and Ross for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Hey, boss, Thanks very much. Thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please subscribe to us on social media and follow our podcast and YouTube channels. We'll be back with another episode of the Scottish Football Show soon. Thanks very much to everyone that's watched. See you soon. Cheers. Yeah.